0: I guess that's about it for Congress. What's our next uh, topic? Uh, we have a lot on Twitter. You ready to get into Twitter? I've been waiting to get into been Twitter, bro. I'm tired of this oh. foreplay, bro. I found the clip. Oh. Let's oh, go. It's the Twitter clip. All right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Hey Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for dropping by. I'm Peyton. He's Mike. Hey, everybody. We're Winged Radicals. Um, we're here to talk about the latest news and have a good time. And, and our ethos is to try to be as fair-minded as we can and kind of deliver the facts and then sprinkle in some opinion. And and um, yeah, you can follow us on, on Facebook at Winged Radicals. Um, follow us on Instagram at winged radicals you can follow me on instagram pz politics i have quite a bit of content you know weekly in my stories and stuff like that and then you're what usa o'shea that's right so you can follow mike he's not doing a whole lot lately but you never know when he might drop in a little video so you might want to go ahead and follow him too that's usa o'shea o-s-h-e-a if you want to see me inconsistently post once or (laughs) twice a month i'm your guy um where else can we be found? Um, What else did you want to tell them you to want, do? You want to give them your address? No, I mean, it's public. Oh. so
1: uh, You can email us at winged.radicals at gmail.com if you want us to talk about anything specifically that happened that week. If you see something interesting in the news and you want us to cover
0: it, we will do that. Yeah, or if you have questions, like a mailbag. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want to know Mike's favorite sex position, we can get into that. I will definitely share my top three. <laughs> um, yeah, so first of all, Um, before the news what uh, What's going on with you and and your latest HOA feud man? Yeah,
1: so we we talked about this in one of the -the off-the-cuffs like a long long time ago that I leave my golf cart out on the front lawn or in the driveway all the time probably more than it's in the garage and They keep sending me notices Well, the HOA really started stepping up their game and are giving like a lot of notices out and now I'm getting them like certified mail Like this is your last warning and all this stuff but they keep citing this regulation that references all types of vehicles that aren't a golf cart and then the notice also says or similar vehicles but a golf cart's not similar to any of those vehicles so now that they're threatening to find me usually I just throw them away and I don't care they're threatening to find me so I send them an email like hey so like I understand that you guys might not like this but is there really a rule against it and they're like yeah you just can't do it and I'm like no that's not you need to show me the rule because the rule you keep telling me doesn't say it in the end, they showed me a different rule. They were citing the wrong rule, and they did send me a rule that says no recreational vehicles. So, okay, I lose. My golf cart's still on the front lawn, but I lost.
0: So, okay. So you're just...
1: I'm just an asshole.
0: Yeah. Well, that's clear. Um, <laughs> well established. <laughs> um, Everybody Folks, knows just it. so y'all know, not only does he still have the golf cart out every day in the driveway. He has it decorated as like a it's one of his Christmas decorations. It's it's totally lit up like a Christmas tree.
1: I just go turn the lights on on the golf cart like if I'm not using it out on the front lawn. So
0: yeah, I mean it's like a lawn ornament. So, do you not feel apparently you don't think they're going to really fine you or that you're going to really have to pay the fine if they do, because you're, you've been given some legal information, which says that as long as you keep paying your HOA dues, they can't put a lien on your house or anything. And so you're not going to pay these fines. Is that correct? That's correct. But right. do you not have any sense of just like, uh, you know, commitment to the neighborhood to follow the rules? So I do at that regard, um,
1: with, with, it's a rule. I've proven it's a rule. Before, I didn't really care because the rule that I was reading, I'm like, this is bullshit. They just don't like it, but I bet I could fight it. But I didn't really care because they weren't threatening to find me. So now that they're threatening to find me, now I'm like, all right, I got to make sure this is actually a real rule before I start complying with bullshit. And now that it's a real rule, now I'll start complying. I'm not going to try to do the whole, you know, push it like it's a rule, but I'm going to break it because the consequence isn't bad, you know, like I'm going to... You're not. No. There will be times where I will, but... It won't be to the extent that I do right now. So you're in the process of getting it put back in the garage? Well, right now, its wheels are off of it because one of the bearings blew and the bearings I bought were advertised as the right bearings and they're the wrong ones. So right now, I'm not in the process because it's on jack stands in my driveway. But I mean, you have the intent
0: to in the next few weeks get it back in the garage it will probably be next week when i'm off now what's the language i don't know if you know but like obviously if you have a if you own a recreational vehicle at some point it's going to be parked in your driveway for at least say five minutes it can't be stored so they can't be stored i think
1: they count storing as 24 i'm sure the word stored means something technically like if you looked up Mm -hmm. the definition and they're fucking bullshit in the front It probably tells you, like, it says you can't have a boat parked in your driveway for 24 hours. Like, no more than or whatever. So it's like, yeah, you have it in the driveway to load up your shit, go fishing, come home, clean it off, put it away that day. I feel like you're the type of guy to, like, park it for two hours and pull it back out. Uh, Well, see, it's weird because, (laughs) (laughs) like, I would, but I don't know that that helps me because they only check on Wednesdays. Like, I could just start getting smarter and, like, make room for it on wednesdays in the garage but the problem is is when it's out it's usually because i mean sometimes the garage is messy but like right now i just painted the kitchen cabinets and it's like a paint shop in my garage right now i'm not going to take down the paint shop on wednesday because at that point i would just leave the golf cart there like it's out for a reason it's not out just because i'm an asshole but i mean it does make me an asshole for being lazy enough not to take down my paint booth and put it back up all that but you know With the boat, I'll leave the boat in the driveway for, like, I'll get it the night before I'm going so I can load it up and then keep it overnight so I can go early the next day. Like, that's not part of the rules, but, you know, whatever. It's a night. People aren't out there at midnight looking at the
0: boat. Yeah. Well, while we're on HOA, um, I want to run something by you I was thinking about. Um, I was thinking about. How, you know, well, the HOA is, I guess, in some sense, uh, some sort of basic government. A really shitty one. Well, (coughs) the real one's really shitty, so it's perfect. Right, but I was just thinking, like, because, you know, Mike and I and our other close friends in the neighborhood, we have a group chat together, and we're talking oftentimes about HOA shit. And I was thinking the other day, like, damn, like, here we are. We don't always agree on... What the HOA should or shouldn't do, but we're still friends. I actually don't know if we've ever agreed <laughs> on on anything that the HOA should do, right? Like we'll have poker night, and one of the biggest feuds, um, you know, between the, the group of friends is that uh, one one of our friends and Mike are on the don't need a lawn maintenance oh, company fuck, party. Yeah. Fuck the lawn. Me dude. and another one of our neighbor friends are with the pro lawn maintenance company party. Um, you know, but the point being, like, it's just a difference of a of a priority over what you you know, you over what we, what we should spend our money on as a HOA. You feel that we should either. um not pay as much in dues and not have the lawn company, or we should spend that elsewhere on something more valuable to you than the lawn company. So it's just a... It's there's a, even,
1: yeah, there's like even subsets of how we would do it. Like if I were to say no lawn care, I would say keep the dues the same to where we could like make the rest of the neighborhood look really nice. And I think one of the other people who like the lawn care would rather save the dues, like, hey, I'll just do it myself. And the guy, another then,
0: one of the guys that doesn't like the lawn care right. would rather but, but just we, save yeah, the dues. Right. right. So we also have differences right. on differences how within we would do that. Yeah, right. exactly. There's factions <clears throat> within the party. Like, so I just felt like there were some parallels to draw um, between, of course, the HOA and, and the state or federal government. Yeah. And I don't know, it might be useful for people. Like I hate that <clears throat> we're so divided oftentimes and, and we uh, view the other side as evil, whatever side you're on. Um, I mean, you guys instead of, instead of just, you know, they disagree on some policy and yeah. what, you know, I wish our um, dialogue with our like political candidates would be more about these types of issues where they're talking about, well, my, my vision is this for America. And I, I think we should be spending money here and not there. Or I think we should just not be spending as much money at all. Or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I wish kind of like we have these HOA discussions and we have disagreements, but it doesn't. We, they, we, they, we all are members of the community. and We all want our property values to hold or go up. And so we all want a nice neighborhood. with just a difference of, of views on how to get there. They should make them all move into like the same neighborhood together and also
1: run their HOA. Who, what, what? These people in politics that are arguing. Like, if you're like all senators, you all got to live in the same senator neighborhood and run your own HOA, and then everyone will love each
0: other. They'll right. Be, they'll be happy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they'll have to deal with each other all the time. Um, so, yeah. Now, obviously, there are issues. I don't want to be like, I, I'm not going to say I never get upset, right? Because there's certain issues that the heavier ones that really, you know, drive a wedge between us. If you're a conservative and... And, uh, you know, you're pro second amendment and you're like, Hey, this is not up for debate. This is a, a right, you know what I mean? Like freedom of speech, freedom of religion, those things we don't, you know, those are in the bill of rights for a reason. Those are off the table. Those don't come into play with our democracy. I mean, unless we amend the constitution, which takes basically everybody in America being on the same page. Um, so, you know, if you're looking at whatever side you're on, if you're looking at the other side as coming after one of your fundamental rights, then, you know, that's where we do kind of get into unfortunately necessary heated battles um but i think this is an area where i kind of tend to be conservative where you know if the federal government did less if they left more to the states then who was sitting in the oval office or who was in the senate would be less consequential to begin with because they wouldn't be in charge of so much and we wouldn't have to you know people in california wouldn't have to be mad at people in florida how they voted for the president you know what i mean If, if they did less but i mean that's a whole nother nuanced yeah. discussion anyway uh you know what do you think about that like yeah does that like make sense yeah
1: everyone stop being little bitches you can still drink beers with with these people just don't be such assholes in politics yeah yeah we're all happy yeah they don't even complain when i open carry down our street going for a walk my friends all they all think that
0: i'm still awesome <laughs> <laughs> all right man uh, what's uh the first topic for us this week oh i don't remember
1: Hang on. Hey, what what are your top three favorite sex positions? Um, I all right, I was, got it pulled oh, up. <laughs> all, <laughs> right. all right, so last week, the Senate voted 83 to 11 to pass the 2023 National Defense Authorization Act. The $858 billion bill is now making its way to President Biden's desk for final approval.
0: Yeah, so there was a few details that I thought might be worth mentioning mm-hmm. here. Um, you know, first of all, the uh, military under this authorization would be getting a 4.6 percent pay raise and a 2 percent housing allowance increase so that 4.6 percent figure is still
1: 2.5 percent less than inflation so it's still a net pay decrease but whatever just want to say that well it's not a net pay decrease but net it is it's a pay increase but net you still lost money this year you still got less money
0: well, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fine. You're, you're mixing up terms between net and adjusted for inflation purchasing power. Yeah, yeah, but yeah let's sure. do that. Yeah, yeah. You still can't um, buy as
1: much. You can buy less than you could buy last year. Um, so, so don't yeah, don't just, pay attention to that though. Just yeah, you got money. Woo. <laughs>
0: well, thanks, it's better than not getting money. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and I also learned that this is not actually strangely like this is not appropriating money to the. Um, you know the pentagon this is just an authorization kind of policy given saying like if they ever actually pass a new budget and get this money these are the ways you're supposed to spend it and you can spend it and i stuff was like wondering that. about that while reading I'm like you're which we'll talk about the whole budget
1: thing and then this is approved but like as part of the the budget the 2023 budget they're talking about ukraine but then this defense thing covers shit in ukraine i'm like how they already did that, but it's because yeah. this is just authorizing funds approved in the budget to go yeah. to.
0: Yeah, if they get the money defense. ever, this is like approving yeah. contracts and how they're yeah. going to do the contracts and stuff like that. It makes like a lot that. of sense. Um, so, also in the defense bill, yes, more support for Ukraine and Taiwan, um, rescinding the vaccine mandate for military. Um, but not reinstating people that already got discharged for not getting the vaccine. So that's kind of sucks. Well, I mean, mean, rules are rules. Sucks. That's true. Don't break your fucking rules or your HOA will find you. That's true. Yep. Um, Segway. Yes. Um, Let's see here. Oh,
1: the, uh, you you mentioned money for Ukraine. So they, it's going to allow them to delay payments on the hundreds of billions we've given to Ukraine. As a loan, I didn't realize it was a loan. I thought it was like, "Hey, friends, here's money," and apparently, it's like, "No, you can pay us back later." I feel like that's a huge dick move. All of it is a
0: loan. I don't from know. From what
1: I was reading, it says allows Ukraine to delay payments to the U.S. on the hundreds of billions it borrowed. Um, oh shit! I didn't. I didn't actually type out more on that. I just
0: reread what yeah, it said. Probably some of it was probably loan. Some of it was probably not. But that seems that seems rude. No.
1: I mean, they're going to be decimated by the end of this. Like, do you think they're just going to be pulling these billions?
0: I mean, over time, you know. Okay. Um, (laughs) Sure. I saw that they're in this defense bill, they're giving up to $4,000 for pet relocation. Um, What? I don't (laughs) know. For who? If you're in the military and you're like, hey, you're going to go to California now and you're in South Carolina. Yeah. They're giving you up to 4k for pet relocation so wow um great i mean i feel like that's gonna be a
1: seems unnecessary it's gonna
0: be a racket everybody's gonna have a pet i'm gonna get a hamster i'm gonna get 4k (sighs) i think that's what's gonna happen yeah maybe
1: maybe just but you know i
0: don't know but i mean you know
1: i guess if you i mean i don't know it could go both ways right i have a lot i could say on this i'm not going to i'm gonna choose not to you're gonna be a nice guy i'm gonna be nice yeah okay
0: it's unfortunate. Um <laughs> I I need to uh this defense authorization is uh includes 45 billion more than Biden requested. Um and I and I wanted to cover something on this topic because I oftentimes see memes that that show America's spending on military. Yep. And how it passes like the next 10, 12, whatever number of countries combined. Yeah. Okay. Fuck those countries. Yes, a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you look at our the percent of our budget that we spend on military, we're like not even in the top 20. Oh, like China spending like 50% on not, I'm, I'm making it
1: up, but yes. but that's your what your point is of their budget.
0: Yeah, so we're we're spending <clears throat> somewhere maybe around the neighborhood of like 15 10 to 15% of yeah. our of our federal budget sure. goes to military. That doesn't sound bad to me. Like I feel like that's one of the number 1 priorities of the federal government to begin oh, with. Yeah. So of my money, fucking... I'm thinking a dollar out of every 10 can go to the military. I'm good with that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? For sure, I'd up it. So <laughs> whatever like <laughs> yeah. you, you do you America. Yeah. Stay number 1. So I mean, I'm sure there's some uh, waste fraud and abuse within the Pentagon spending. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously there yeah. it would be nice if there were like not some of the waste that I'm sure exists within the bureaucracy of, of the Defense Department, but yeah, they're catering in a um, lot. You know, you know, I want to say of our GDP, it's like three percent, two point five or three point five. Anyway, like around three percent of our GDP um, we're spending um, on the military. But anyway, I think I actually think I was like we were ranked like forty when I looked at the percent of our federal budget that goes to military so just keep that in mind well, now i feel
1: i feel like we need to be spending way more now like geez man
0: well i mean it's still america's not number 40 we're number one in it's everything. still it's still closing in on a trillion a year and if you think about where that money could be going elsewhere in a perfect world that'd be great if we could use that to like you know build housing for the poor um, you know what I'm saying? As like as I know you, you start
1: building housing for the poor and start buying less nukes, then we're fucked, man. Yep. So all that housing is just going to get leveled by Russia or China as soon as you're done with it.
0: Yeah. Um but anyway, I just thought that was something to point out that everybody doesn't know. That is
1: interesting. Yes. Uh, Everyone making memes on the internet is probably dumb and are making dumb memes.
0: It's like most of our spending every year, side note, is uh, non-discretionary meaning it's like automatic it's it's like um you know social security spending medicare medicaid spending that's automatic built in they don't even have to like reappropriate that those things um, that I love but the discretionary spending about half of the discretionary is the military so it's a fat amount of the discretionary but whatever yeah you know what i mean but it keeps going up so i could see where people are like yo this keeps going up and up and up. A few years ago it was uh six hundred billion and that was a lot and now it's now it's eight hundred and fifty something billion and it's forty five more billion than the president's even asking for. But you know there's inflation as well. So this isn't even going as far as Right. You know. Right. You like, got
1: Russia and China being huge dicks right now. Yeah like it's mm-hmm. gonna happen. And like you said, inflation. Like it's I didn't do the numbers on that, I should have since I did on this other thing. But like is it even you could probably do some quick math, but no, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But um, okay. So that's the defense bill again. That was they they authorized the spending and laid out the policies for it, pending actually getting new money if Congress ever passes a a, a full year's worth of a budget. So what they recently did, go ahead and get into this, uh, is that they kicked the can to uh, midnight on Christmas Eve Eve next Friday night. So they they extended the stopgap funding by a week and so didn't they already do
1: this in september
0: i think so yeah, yeah because that's when it's due that's when like when the fiscal year right starts ends. starts yeah well yeah, Both. ends Both. and then starts yep um so they're supposed to have this laid out for next year already like so in theory what the, but what they the just fuck? continue to what are they doing there it's politics where does it always do this is this every it's, year it's very common over the last several years several several years um
1: so dumb well,
0: I mean it's not really dumb. Well, it, it, I mean this it's,
1: is your, it's like you okay, you missed the first one and you got two extra months and now you're like, "Hey, hey
0: we need another week. We're really fucking around over here." Well, the Get prob- your shit straight. Thing is, the Republicans, oh, God. At least McCarthy he's at least saying this. Now some people are saying, "Well, he has to say what I'm about to say that he has said <laughs> because he's trying to be the speaker." Okay. But he's saying we need to wait until we are in power in January. Yeah. to yeah, get yeah. a new budget so that we can cut some spending here or there or basically right. just be in more power to control the, the, the negotiations. Now, the Senate and, of course, Democrats, you know, Senate Republicans like um, McConnell and, and, of course, Democrats are like, why don't we go ahead and do this now? Because we don't know what type of shit show it's going to be on the other side right. when it comes to, like, them trying to get who, who – are they going to figure out who's going to be the speaker? Are they going to – is that speaker going to you know if McCarthy is speaker will he even have the power to like get things done like yeah. do we want to let them potentially like so, take us to the brink of default so some or just can we go ahead and just with, get this done yeah so they can come in and not have to worry about that until you know next year the late next year yeah because they have other things to worry about like Hunter Biden investigations they don't want to be dealing with the budget um <clears throat> yeah and so I did see so anyway they kicked that to next Friday. Um, and hopefully, maybe then they'll get something done. What if they f- What if they can't? Do they just do another one? They'll of do these? another stopgap. For
1: fuck's sake!
0: And and so that that stop that just keeps spinning where it's at right now. And so that stops, like the Defense Department from being able to do more longer term planning and, and issuing contracts and stuff right. like that. So they're like, yeah. look, we need to have the deal done. You get know your I mean? shit together so we can start um, making moves. Yeah. Uh, like these raises and stuff I don't think can go into place in, in that defense authorization until mm-hmm. they actually get the spending <clears throat> bill passed. And yeah. It's going to be like an omnibus bill, which it almost always is, which just means they have a whole bunch of kind of spending bills and other bills all mixed into one vote. Um and so like you know the um like the electoral vote act or whatever that was called uh, which they haven't gotten yeah. done yet. I think they're going to like the uh, the Democrats are in the Senate are trying to add language from that into this omnibus spending bill to to lay out like that the vice president's role in the electoral yeah. process is just a, a formality. It's not a like real role where you yeah. can like throw out votes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so there's some of that action taking place with the budget, um, you know. But conservatives are saying, "Hey, we," you know, McCarthy and some of the. House Freedom Caucus people are like, yo, we don't even have time to read the bill. Y'all are just yeah, trying, to, y'all are just trying to drop this on us the night before, and, and 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 you know we don't have time to read this, and and so you know, um, I suppose some of those arguments are valid, right? Uh, that they,
1: uh, yeah, you want to pass some giant fucking thing? He said uh, they want to raise the spending, bring more inflation, create more wokeism in the legislation they want to pass. Um, and not even give members an opportunity to read it or see it. So he was pretty vocal about his distaste for what the Dems are trying to do right
0: now. I mean, but that's been a process that both sides have been doing for a while where they, yeah. ha- the leadership in each house kind of just says, here's the bill, you can vote for it or not. They haven't been allowing them to actually vote on and add amendments to the legislation and stuff like that for a right. while. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so they're, um, you know, they haven't got, Point is they haven't got the defense. They have not got the spending bill done for next fiscal year, or for this current fiscal year that we're in yet. Um, they yeah. kicked it to next Friday. We'll see what they do. They'll miss it. They're still in debating that, and there's also infighting in the GOP still over the whole speakership thing. Um, it's it is, you know, conventional wisdom says that that there's oftentimes some of these little squabbles, and that McCarthy like previous. Speakers will end up becoming the speaker in January, but there's still enough holdouts and whispers of more that are saying they're not going to vote for him to be speaker unless he meets certain demands, which he doesn't want to meet because then he can't really be as effective as a speaker. And so there's this guy, um, Don Bacon, who's a, a, I guess a more, um, he's part of like the main street caucus of the republican party so more of a moderate um republican i guess and he is saying you know look if y'all don't elect um mccarthy to being speaker i'm gonna work with some democrats to get a moderate you know a centrist republican elected as speaker i'm not gonna let you know a few yahoos um you know control us and stop us from being able to actually govern in this next congress yeah Uh, And so his his whole this, you know, came out about a month ago or so that he was kind of thinking about doing this. But apparently his plan is still kind of making its rounds through Congress. And there, you know, some movement on it and
1: some consideration. I watched his interview from uh, from last week, and I think he was saying that they only need was it five or six Republicans to go along with all the Democrats in order to vote for someone more moderate. We had talked about this a little bit yeah um it may be more than five or six but it's not too many it's not too many right yeah you could easily get a couple people or a few people i should say right it cuts both ways this whole
0: deal yeah i mean so um and we'll talk more about some of these some of the some of the house freedom caucus people uh in a bit um but yeah what was uh that's i guess that's about it for congress what's our next uh topic Uh, we have a lot on twitter are you ready to get into twitter I've been waiting to get You've into Twitter, bro. I'm, I'm tired of this oh, foreplay, bro. I found the
1: clip. Oh, Let's oh, go. Jesus, the Twitter clip. All right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> last week, we covered the Twitter files, uh, parts one through four, which overall kind of exposed Twitter's mass censorship of opposing ideologies. Now, when we left the show last week, we kind of left feeling pretty optimistic, and we even talked about that the government wasn't involved in any of this. Well, that was then, right? And so now part six is out. Part 5 and Part 6 came out, but Part 6 came out late last week, and it, it dropped, revealing that Twitter executives were having weekly meetings with government law enforcement agencies, which included the FBI, DHS, DOJ, and the Office of, of the Director of National Intelligence. So that was kind
0: of revealing there. I, I'll i be honest with you. I, I'm not... Um I'm having a problem getting worked up about this. Yeah. Um, it, it seems that, you know, Tybee, the journalist guy that's, uh, dropping some of these, several of these Twitter files. Part six was from Tybee. Um, you know, that they're, they're kind of using language and, and describing it in a certain narrative as to make it out to be so awful. And I'm, I'm having a, I'm having an issue really getting like upset about what I'm seeing and I'll give you, I think I have a few examples. You're, you're liberal is showing. Uh, maybe. Okay. So, so look, yeah. Like <laughs> y'all can take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. Maybe I'm biased. Um, I, I do uh, think had it been
1: opposite that this, this might resonate a little bit differently with you.
0: Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. let's talk maybe. about it. Let's but talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, all right. Sure, Let me sure. share a couple of, a couple of, things to kind of hopefully illustrate what i mean uh, i'm just looking for the right well, while you look here. for it
1: i'll say that i'm also not super upset about it although i think i'm like how you're slightly on one side of it about it not being a big deal i'm slightly on the other side like it's kind of a big deal but i'm not like super floored about the government working with twitter on on
0: things that they're claiming are national security things maybe okay so here's one example of the way that tybee describes it and how i actually view it he goes Um, the master canine quality of the FBI's relationship to Twitter comes through in this November, 2022 email in which, first of all, by the way, that means that that's, um, two years after the election of, you know, Biden. So this means this is like, this is like, um, you know, a, a month ago. Okay. Uh, but the master canine, he calls it, Yep. quality of the FBI's relationship to Twitter comes through in this email in which FBI San Francisco is notifying, notifying you it wants a action on four accounts. But the actual email says, hello, Twitter contacts, FBI San Francisco is notifying you of the below accounts, which may potentially constitute violations of Twitter's terms of service for any action or inaction deemed appropriate within Twitter policy. Best regards, read FBI San Francisco it's like it's basically it's a it's a
1: nice way of giving Twitter a hit list though like if you read it how it's written versus what they're saying they're saying go fucking suppress those four accounts go look into it and find a way to
0: suppress it because we don't like it maybe but and I'll and I'll go to another one in a minute but private companies are allowed to cooperate with the FBI oh totally on looking into certain accounts but and saying we you know this is this, I, might, this might violate your policies by the way we we you know you may not have seen this we have information about the, these accounts and what we're seeing them talk about and you know uh you may want to yes you may want to look into it so sure if, if if these accounts aren't actually violating Twitter's policies and it's just biased liberals cooking up things against these accounts if that's what's going on then then that's bad but I don't know. So I think um, on, on that
1: one or, or one of the other ones where the FBI sends them in because the, there's, I don't know if you're going to get into it later, but there's a lot more communications that are like, here's a list of 20 people or okay. accounts or whatever. So
0: here's another one. Okay. All right. Internal email from November 5, 2022. Okay. The FBI's National Election Command Post, which compiles and sends on complaints, sent the San Francisco field office a long list of accounts that may warrant additional action. Um. Including Billy Baldwin. And so this is actually, I think, this is from the FBI to a field office in San Francisco. It's not even to Twitter. But it says, um, the National Election Command Post has been made aware of tweets by certain accounts that may warrant additional action due to the accounts being utilized to spread misinformation in the uh, about the upcoming election. Um, specifically, NECP is requesting the following. Coordination between San Francisco and Twitter to determine whether the accounts identified below have violated Twitter's terms of service and may be subject to any actions deemed appropriate by Twitter. The issuance of preservation letters regarding the accounts identified below in order to preserve subscriber information and content information pending the issuance of legal process. Any location information associated with the accounts that Twitter will voluntarily provide, voluntarily provide to aid the FBI in assigning any follow-up deemed necessary to, to the appropriate FBI field office. And there's like uh, you know 25 Twitter accounts here that are listed. Um, yeah, I know it's a bore. I'm sorry. I, I, that, I, didn't, I didn't need to do all that. I guess the point. The point is that you know, it's like sorry I, <laughs> you're, I, I you're, circ- like, you're like into
1: it so like you're like yeah what's this saying
0: well I circled this <laughs> those parts specifically because to me when I'm analyzing this yeah, like yeah. I'm thinking like this this they're literally saying you know anything that Twitter will voluntarily provide the FBI um, you know would be good or, or whatever they did go yeah, after somebody
1: um, so Twitter's go- Twitter's going I think what the problem is is that Twitter's going along with it and I think that most people that the FBI says to just go look at and ban Twitter did for the most part there were a few exceptions of like i mentioned baldwin they didn't block his account or whatever and but they're going after people like a lot of people on those lists are like clearly like meme generator people like that are clearly joking and they're like this is midterm misinformation like you're not blocking all the memes on the internet what's up with these ones why do you care about this and twitter's going along with it and you have other people at twitter saying like hey does this really violate our
0: policy and they're like just block it Okay, well, let me give you some context on what you're just saying about, say, jokes. Okay, this is one of the tweets that Tybee dropped in the Part Six Twitter files, just to show the FBI can be hyper intrusive in both directions. They asked Twitter to review a blue-leaning account for a different joke, except here it was even more obvious that at Claire Foster PhD was who kids a lot was kidding, but. Okay, she says... Yeah, I remember reading that one. She says, I'm a ballot counter in my state. If you're not wearing a mask, I'm not counting your vote. <laughs> for every negative comment on this post, I'm adding another vote for the Democrats. Like, that's... Did, did you know, they, that's problematic. they block Because I think... I think, um, I think their point was they also blocked that one, even though it was am a meme generator. Well, I don't know what you mean by meme generator. Just, I think just she's going a, going joker, jokes. a Yeah, jerk, just a, a jokester. Joker. Yeah, okay, a jokester, but, but I think they blocked
1: their point. The point was is that they censored that also even though that was left-leaning.
0: Right. I think that was the point. Right, but right. she represents herself as a, a ballot counter in her state and then she says things like that. There's a bunch of people out there that that read that on Twitter and think, "Oh, this is legit. This is C. This is um election interference." Yeah. She's a liberal playing on those jokes. Yeah. But you know, and I don't know if that violated Twitter's policies or not. Yeah, so like that um, one, just bug, saying that lot. one doesn't
1: bug me. You know, like if the right or left did that, like you're fucking joking. But I mean, I guess whatever. Why do you fucking ban the account immediately though? Well, you ban know? and suspend is not the same. Well, I don't know what but, that was for, but like, don't you just like? There's are there like warnings? Maybe they already got warnings. To me, it feels like the FBI just comes in and says block these fucking people, and Twitter just blocks them. Like, just just do it. Just block them. Like, isn't there a process where you're supposed to get, like, a warning? Like, hey, you posted something that violates it. Cut it out. I don't know what Twitter's policy is, but it seems like an extreme step to, like, oh, there was a joke that the FBI didn't like, and now you're blocked because the master canine relationship where Biden, or Biden, fuck, my bad. FBI
0: says jump, and Twitter jumps. I don't... I think this is a very like difficult issue of content moderation where i mean this is this is the the age we live in where we have these communications going out people see a bunch of stuff on facebook or see a bunch of stuff on twitter and they think whatever about an election interference and um there sometimes is real election interference right where other countries could be actors in in trying to be an account like this and share certain things and mislead and everything. And so it would seem natural to me that, that the FBI might have a team. I think they call it the foreign influence. Um, there's some new, uh, some new group. I forgot the name anyway, FTIF or some shit. Okay. Um, you know, that they would be, um, you know, looking for like foreign interference. So you're going to foreign interference, but, um, Also, I guess, saying voluntarily to Twitter, yo, hey, you know, look at these accounts. Like, I mean, I guess it's.
1: I don't know, man. Like, so I don't. I doubt you're ready to close out this part of the Twitter files, but Tybee closed out his thing, quoting. Instead of chasing so- child sex predators or terrorists, the FBI has agents, lots of them, analyzing and mass flagging social media posts, not as part of any criminal investigation, but as a permanent end in itself surveillance operation. People should not be okay with this, end
0: quote. That was how he closed out parts. Okay, well number one, you could do two things at once. It's not like they stopped going chasing, uh, chasing bad guys do to you, do this.
1: Do you not like Tybee now? I thought you and him were buds on Parts 1 through 4. Or he didn't cover 3 and 4. I have... uh, I'm skeptical of him. Are you? Yeah. I think you've turned a little bit. Well... You weren't as skeptical until you bought his uh, shit, I don't think.
0: Well, I mean... He's like... Okay, I'm skeptical because he's like an independent journalist. But he's also kind of... Like I when you start saying things like the master canine quality of blah, 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 that, that that's very, that's opinion. That's very not hard newsy with okay. those types of terminology. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm a little bit, you know, he's, he's, he also has a, um, you know, he has his, his, his platform is himself, his Substack. He doesn't work for like too many right. of the publications anymore. He, he kind of has this incentive to be like, Sort of right he's independent, so but like yeah, just like you're saying, I'm kind of turning on him a little bit. Like he's he's going beyond just just reporting.
1: You're thinking he's got his, his he, own conceived preconceived ideas and he's using the Twitter files to kind of shore up what he already thought about it instead of maybe being as unbiased. I as think could be.
0: I think he's also a little bit caught up in like trying to be popular with his group and, and stay relevant and and keep subscriptions and and like make this out to be like oh this is the biggest thing since fucking the biggest story in journalism history um you know and and maybe, maybe i'm missing something i mean i've been trying to think about it but when i read a lot of this i'm like i mean does the fbi not have um the proper role to you know protect our democracy and the legitimacy of our elections and look into um i mean i, I mean i guess i mean i might maybe i'm missing well, they, something no they, I don't know. they probably do i'm just wondering i think
1: the missing the missing part here is going to be the relationship the specific relationship between the fbi and twitter and how does twitter actually respond to the fbi do they do exactly what the FBI says, or do they take it as a pure notification and then they go do an independent investigation to see if the but FBI is is true
0: or correct? We, okay, look, we know that... Well, I guess we know that the people at Twitter... Take the FBI's information. I think they're. I think they gleefully get rid of people. I think they. I think they're mostly biased, and they're like, yeah, let's get rid of that. Let's well, they're get biased rid of that. against blocking, whatever. No, or, no, no. Or Tw- Twitter employees are biased against conservatives. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're happy yeah. to shadow ban. They're happy to block things. And they're like, the, the FBI, FBI says, do it, so. says, hey, there's some accounts here. You might want to look into these. I'm sure they're happy to go in and do something about it. Sure, I don't think they feel compelled that they have to because the FBI says so on, and this, they you have some they, sort of legal authority. That that would be the corruption if the government right. was saying, hey, do this you just think to it's a like, private company. Yeah. But I think it's like,
1: It's a good excuse. Like, I already wanted to do that, and you're saying to do it. So Yeah, oh, thanks for for pointing that out.
0: Fuck that guy. Okay? And (laughs) in a lot of instances, it might be things that do violate their policies on misinformation and stuff, and they're allowed to have policies like that. We talked last week, and we said, look, a lot of the content moderation is important. What sucks is it's not being even-handed. Right. But it's okay to have rules. Like, you could be a, a Christian dating site, and you could have your content moderation is, hey, you can't say things about you know, you can't talk about sex on here. Okay. On our platform. And that's our rule. Like you yep. can do that. Okay. That, that's your platform. Or you can have a Reddit say whatever you want. Right. You know, as long as it's not a crime. Um, yep. so they, they want to work to stop the spread. Look, cause we have this situation where it was one thing 50 years ago. If a couple of people read a KKK newspaper newspaper and believe some stupid shit, Yep. Okay. But now we have these platforms where a little bit of dumb shit can, really can lead to threat. an over people trying to overturn the election like what happened Storming in January 6th. Yeah. Okay, yeah. like that's the result of the whole social media thing. And so these platforms are like, Hey, we, we need to crack down on some of the misinformation or some of the election bullshit. And here you know, we got the FBI going, Hey, if it, if you if this violates your policies, you know, if you would be willing to Voluntarily give up, you know. I mean, like the language of the emails is is like that to me. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know that this is so outlandish. You know, maybe if Twitter
1: let Republicans speak on the platform, they wouldn't feel the need to go storm a Capitol to be heard. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> Twitter Files Part Six: Tybee blames Twitter for the Capitol riot. <clears throat> I missed that. Sorry. I nah, was thinking worry. about the next one. He's on the My next bad. one. No, it's okay. Like, I'm not going to repeat it. It's okay. okay. It was dumb to begin with.
0: All right. So, anyway, um, yes, we have more information that the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI was communicating with Twitter executives, um, but that does not violate any laws. And we. It is you know like, it is more disturbing though than it was
1: in parts 1 through 4 when there wasn't really any communication or government involvement like we were really happy about that and now it comes out that there is government involvement we're like well, well I guess we're okay with it because it doesn't seem bad yet just kind of waiting for like Twitter files part 8 the FBI is Twitter
0: and it's all <laughs> fucked <laughs> Yeah we'll see it's an ongoing you know, story Yeah um now Big news! Big news in Twitter um, so is big. that Mister Free Speech, Elon Musk, is now turning on himself from what he said like six weeks ago. He said, "This I want this to be a free speech platform where you can say anything that if it doesn't violate the law, then you say it here." which basically means if you're not like plotting crimes on here or you're not defaming people on here, like if you're within the law, then you can say it on Twitter or posing security risk. Hold on. He also specified <laughs> that, um, as a, as a nod to his free speech, um, you know, views, he would, uh, allow Elon jets, um, to continue being, um, a, a Twitter account. And then now, he has not only, uh, I guess, suspended—I don't know—suspended or banned the Elon Jets account. He has gone after at least half a dozen journalists. He let them um, back on, and um, this
1: is—excuse me—he let them back on, didn't he? He let Elon Jets back on.
0: Um, are you sure? I read it. I was uh, reading this he morning. Let, Pretty he, sure. he let him back on. Back. You like, keep. You keep doing your thing. I'm gonna find out. Well, this is a crucial thing i'm unaware of of any of these journalists or elon jets being reinstated yeah i thought he like woke
1: up after his uh cocaine bender and was like we're good everything's fine my bad i mean well then <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I made, I, I'm, I'm unaware I made, of that i made all that up so this ha- i mean this happened yeah it says so one day ago it says uh he re-enabled several twitter accounts including elon jet this was um this was yesterday this happened so i think you were doing a bunch of research on friday right
0: um, I mean, I did some yesterday. This might
1: change some shit. Okay. Well, I don't want to spend all this time fucking... This Elon Musk enabled Twitter accounts for several journalists banned over at Elon Jet. I don't know if he unbanned Elon Jet. God damn it. All right, I'm really derailing everything here. I don't know for sure.
0: Okay. I'll just continue as if he's not unbanned. Because, yeah, either way, I think it's <clears throat> a worthy sort of discussion about Elon and how he's handling things because uh, he seems to be becoming sort of the arbitrary person uh, that he complained about in both cases. I think a, a part of, the, again, a part of this whole story is that this is a very hard thing to do. He, he, you know, whether it be Elon or whoever to, to figure out the right policies and how to execute them is difficult. Um, but he, whether he reinstated them or not. Okay. he,
1: he reinstated everybody except Elon, Jett, and Lynette Lopez. Okay. Everybody else, whatever, all these other people, O'Sullivan, Ryan Mack, I don't know, New York Times, Washington Post, all those journalists, they're all back. Okay. But he still suspended them. He did suspend them. And then right. And then a couple of days later, brought
0: them back. Well, so Right. So that's good. Yeah. Um, but there's just- That shows remorse, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, or backlash response to backlash. Backlash waking up. I don't know, but it's like, why? Why did you jump to this and do this kind of to begin so, with? So what so, did
1: the what did the other ones get suspended for? I know why Elon
0: Jet got suspended. I don't know. Well, if you let's tell everyone. Maybe what everyone else may not. So let's start yeah. with Elon Jets. Okay. okay, so Elon Jets tracks his flights. Yeah, he's a motherfucker. Okay. Well, all right. I think we're going to disagree on this one. Okay, but it is not uncommon for people like elon musk for people to track where they're going right okay not for any type of assassination type shit anybody wants to assassinate somebody like elon musk these track flight things are public information they are except um, legally acquired let me hold on (laughs) well no go go that's fine well let's do it this way um elon jets the information that he posts on Twitter, yeah, he gets it legally, and it's public. That's the only way he could do it. False. Go ahead.
1: So Elon has his, his number for his aircraft blocked. So if you were to look up his number, if you saw his plane drive by and you searched his tail number, it wouldn't show up as his plane. Now, he has it blocked through the FAA, so you can't do that. So this guy stalks him, finds what looks like his plane that has an N number he doesn't recognize, and waits for Elon to get out of the plane, sees it's Elon, reports the N number now, the new blocked end number, as Elon's. So now he shares where Elon's gonna be, even though his number is blocked. It is not public information at that point. He is making it public information. Typically, if you go to like our airport and look at any of our planes and search the end number, it would tell you they're registered to Piper aircraft, blah, blah, blah. That's there,
0: there's a big flaw in your statement, which is that if this is true, then this guy would be um, arrested, he would be prosecuted. I don't know that it's Elon a le- would sue him. I don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's illegal for him to do. The
1: information is just not public on its own until he makes it public. Okay, I don't know that's that- legal to do then. I'm he makes assu- it public. I'm assuming it's legal for him to do. I'm just saying it's not like already accessible information. This It's guy, legally
0: acquired. He goes, he looks, he watches, he uses his senses. He's a journalist, you could say. He takes in the information. He reports on that. I would imagine if Elon
1: could have sued him over it for stalking or harassment or something that he probably did and didn't have any ground on it. So I will assume it's legal. It doesn't make it not a pain in the ass for Elon. I'm not pain arguing in the that is the ass is not illegal. All I was arguing was that... It's not publicly available. That's the part I was arguing. Okay, Elon Jet is making it publicly available.
0: Okay, right, which means it's publicly now available. It is, but yeah, I mean, now. He, he makes it pub- so. Point it's, being, okay, we do this all the time with people like Elon, with presidential candidates. There's a reason to do it aside from um, like trying to kill somebody or whatever. Like, like let's say, oh um president biden is flying to iowa this week or um nancy Pelosi is going to taiwan or this business leader is headed to davos yeah um we you know i wonder why they're going there what does this mean about the markets what does this mean about so they they do this so yep. elon jets has been doing this for a while this isn't anything new right okay when musk com- becomes twitter ceo or whatever buys twitter he says he's going to allow that to keep going as a nod to free speech, because he says legal things he's going to allow to do because he could post this. The New York times could publish this story, whatever. Like, so he's going to allow Elon jets, his son in a completely unrelated situation, um, not related to a flight at all has, like, some issue yeah, yeah, on yeah. His, his, Elon Musk's son. You know, I guess he's a child or whatever, right? Like, like the Tesla or some shit, There, there right? was, like, somebody was trying to block him on the road or, like, trying to, like, it was a scary incident where somebody was going after the vehicle that right. his kid was in. And so there seems to be some sort of, like, following that, Elon, I guess, gets scared or whatever about his safety maybe or whatever. And Probably. goes, you know what? I'm going to stop the Elon Jets things happening. But that has nothing, again, though, doxing. Is like, yeah, I don't know what that means. Go share that. Okay, so doxing is like, it, it, there's a fine line because doxing is when you post people's addresses and stuff like that for the purpose of, like, hey, go fuck them up or like, go, let's go intimidate them, let's go whatever. Okay, right. so like, like what the liberals were doing outside of the Supreme Court Justice's house. Well, the doxing would be the actual, I mean, I'm
1: just, I'm just, okay, <laughs> taking, um, taking my jab. Okay. I feel like I'm in a <laughs>
0: vulnerable spot. Jab. <laughs> um, uh, shit, doxing, doxing. So, yeah, yeah. It, there's a lot of intent that matters with, with doxing and so forth. Elon Jets has been following Elon's jet or jets or whatever. Without before. without trying to kill him. Without trying to kill him or right. whatever for a long time. Anybody that wanted to, like, actually kill him, you know, could, like, I guess, Do it, go through this easy. process yeah. on their own and figure out where he's flying. It's not like, you know, what does a flight help you kill somebody anyway? Like, you, you got to get way know, through airport security. You know, and everything. You know, you know, you know what ramp saying? to shoot him at, man. You get a sniper sure. up on the hill. Okay. Psh, but anyway. Not only does he get rid of Elon Jets. Which I'm not helping terrorists, by the way, the FBI. Don, go ahead. Not only did he get rid of, rid of Elon Jets, which goes against his own, like, statement six weeks prior, he starts getting rid of journalists who simply were, like, reporting on that story and linking to Elon Jets, like, um, like account on another site. Um, call, I forgot what the other site is called. There's, like, another, like, sort of Twitter competitor that Elon jets was operating out of. But anyway, these journalists were just like reporting on the story, linking to Elon jets elsewhere, and they all got suspended. And I thought, um, Barry Weiss had this to say, and she's one of the other people that have been releasing the Twitter files. So she's not anti-Twitter, anti-Elon Musk. She goes, the old regime at Twitter, governed by its own whims and biases, and it sure looks like the new regime has the same problem. I oppose it in both cases. And I think those journalists who were reporting on a story of public importance should be reinstated. Now, you know, um, again, like, it's kind of arbitrary. It's like so because he's reinstated them that's good he does some sort of like poll he puts a poll up on his um twitter and then like here and then he gets rid of the poll the first one he does i guess he doesn't get the results he likes or something he's like oh sorry there was too many there's too many responses there too many options too many options Um, i'm gonna get rid of that one and now i'm gonna post another one um I don't know what the vote came out on that, but it shouldn't be open. Uh, it was
1: forty-three percent majority said to uh, unsuspend the accounts now. The next higher one was eighty or thirty-eight percent that said longer, and then you had two that barely got any hits for seven days from now or tomorrow. So no, I, but I mean, he, he got of rid of that one. And he, he got rid of that one, one and said sorry, too many options. We'll redo poll. I don't have that one showing up here. But what I want to say real quick is that um, what I'm reading here is that Musk said that there's a seven-day suspension for doxing. Um, That Twitter has that policy already. And I guess after this all happened and the, the accounts were unsuspended, Twitter safety posts that we've identified several policies where permanent suspension was a disproportionate action for breaking Twitter rules. We recently started reinstating accounts that were suspended for violations of these policies and plan to expand to more accounts weekly over the next 30 days. So... It's like they're admitting that the punishment of of banning them was too severe for the rules that were broken so they're being unsuspended but it almost seems like you know like a band-aid, like a cover my ass type
0: of right announcement. It's, again it's very it's very open to interpretation it's very whatever Elon wants to do on any given day it's very much the thing that was happening before under a new guy right now and right it's it's Musk- This is not this is not under almost any interpretation of doxing this is not doxing this is one guy that's had Elon Jets for a long time and then other journalists that were talking about the Elon yeah. Jet story and linking to an account and 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 not and Twitter like blocked not just the link that specific link to like Elon Jets account on another platform but blocked all links to that other platform. So like when the New York post story came out about Hunter Biden's yep. laptop story, yep, yep, yep. Twitter blocked the, the link to that story on New York post. They didn't block every New York post story period or yeah. to the whole site. Like that's what was happening here on, under Musk. So, you know, it, it seems like a, you know, revolutionary guy takes over Twitter now has his own whims and wakes up on any, any given day and, and starts getting rid of people. Yeah. And so I mean, so I definitely don't want to accept that
1: he's actually doing that after his you know high and mighty stance about the whole thing. And I'd like to think that if he did have a lapse of judgment, it was just that, and that ultimately his goal is still the same. and That he's just personally affected by this and scared of you know maybe for his son or whatever. Um,
0: hopefully, but notice hopefully. how you give him benefit of the doubt. Right. Bow. I am.
1: No, that's what I'm. I'm totally okay. ad- admitting yeah. that that I am. I would hope that he stands by what he's been saying because it was it was pretty bad with the whole censorship thing, I think, that Twitter was going through. So to have someone come in and do it on in the opposite way after saying they're not going to, I would really, I still hope that he changes Twitter for the better and comes up with committees that, well, he shouldn't even be able to just block this type of shit on his own. I mean, while we, I talked about this last episode. There shouldn't be just some guy or person or whatever up at the top or any executive that can just be like, I'm blocking all this shit. Like This type of thing should have to go to a committee that... You know, this higher end stuff should go to a committee that makes decisions and votes on shit. It shouldn't just be a dude that could get drunk and pissed one night and be like, "Blocked, fuck you, I win" after a three year battle. You know, like that's that's. I'm not saying he got drunk and did that, but if you go get shit faced, you're like, "I got an idea,
0: let's fuck this guy up," right? Yeah, he should have just hired a CEO to run Twitter. Yeah, probably, and and go work on things like going to fucking Mars Mars, or some shit, and not be dabbling in this like sideshow. thing that you're fanatical about yeah. on freaking Twitter. Like, yeah, maybe. You know but I mean? I mean, he
1: can do what he wants, right? But well, uh, Yeah,
0: I mean, obviously he, he can do like, what if he wants. But you, if
1: you're going to do shit like this and undermine your whole operation... But I don't then, know like, what a
0: committee thing influence. would do anyway. Like, a, a committee, if made up of all Twitter employees, which are almost all liberals, the whole committee is liberal, that I mean, doesn't necessarily change your outcome. I mean, yeah, no, you got to I mean, have processes.
1: You would think if you but, are going to truly approach it from an unbiased standpoint that you would make a big effort to make a committee of people that are also unbiased and not one way or the other. It's not like you know, packing the Supreme Court with all your Republican buddies. It's like, make it even.
0: How about, you know, it's a private company. And they do whatever fucking stupid shit they want to do, and we can go. Well, elsewhere. You can't. There's other competitors. Yeah, There's but, other yeah. platforms that are coming up right now that are right. like Twitter. I'm just saying, you know, he, people he, are leaving and then coming back.
1: And, he can't claim free speech protections and then also do whatever he wants. Is the right. only point, you know? Yeah, that's it's we could. Not all, a
0: good week for Musk. Right. For me, it's kind of like it's kind of like Tybee. I'm a little yeah. less uh, on the side of Musk and Tybee right now. I'm kind of watching those guys. I you're like,
1: I don't know about you, fuckers. Now,
0: yeah. Part one through
1: four seemed cool. Six, I don't like, and suspending well, journalists. even parts I don't like. even
0: parts through one one through four were like important to a point type of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like again, Twitter isn't the whorehold. It isn't right. like the only place where it, speech it, occurs. It can it's be not. for dumb people though. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to bring up um, something else uh, because on the. Right, I guess, right now, there's a lot of like, oh, the FBI and Department of Homeland Security Ooh. is, uh, you know, censuring people on Twitter. But there's this other story out there that I think is pretty significant, um, that maybe isn't getting as much airtime, which is January 6th text between members of Congress and the, uh uh, chief of staff under Trump back at the end of his administration, which was Mark Meadows. Okay. So if you want to look at possible, um, corruption and, and, uh, you know, dark conspiratorial things, make sure you also pay attention to this story here. um, So Mark Meadows was the chief of staff, like I said, and he was participating for a while with the January 6th committee, but then I guess he kind of like backed out or whatever, but a lot of these texts are now, um, I guess becoming published and it's going to be a part of the January 6th committee's final meeting coming up in their final report. But I wanted to share a few of the, um, a few of these, like the content of some of these texts. And so, first of all, Um, Republican Jim Jordan reached out to the white house chief of staff at that time, uh, and presented a plan for then vice president Mike Pence to reject the election results during the certification process. Okay. Keep in mind that guy, you know, uh, Jim Jordan, he's going to be in charge of the house judiciary committee here in about a month. All right. My boy, another one, um, another one of these that stood out, uh, representative Scott Perry. All right. Um, said you know, he believed that there were secret Italian satellites rigging American voting machines and the Trump appointed CIA director was in cahoots with the British. Okay?
1: It sounds fake. Like it does it doesn't sound like something that yeah, could actually do. It sounds do like
0: that. some scooby doo shit. <laughs> but it's real. Alright? No, no no
1: no I'm not saying that sound I'm not saying that's fake. I'm saying the story he's telling right. sounds fake.
0: Like I don't who would Okay. Continue. Uh, now look, this guy Scott Perry that I just said believed in the Italian satellites rigging American voting machines. Yeah. We'll Nevertheless, he's going to be on the House Foreign Affairs Committee, and he's the chairman of the House Freedom Caucus. You know what? He's going to get to the bottom of the Italian satellites. Okay. Um, now, one of the most like shocking of these uh, texts between the government, you know, between members of the Republicans in the House and and the President's administration. Uh, Ralph Norman of South Carolina, yeah. 11 days after the attack on the Capitol and three days before Biden's inauguration, says, Mark, yes. that's Meadows, and seeing what's happening so quickly and reading about the Dominion lawsuits attempting to stop any meaningful investigation, we are at point of no return in saving our republic. Our last hope is invoking martial law, which he misspelled. Please urge uh, the president to do so. In all caps. In, in all caps. All right, we're talking about an, uh, an elected lawmaker dude, it, who swore an oath to defend the Constitution uh, saying that we should, like, suspend constitutional order. It sounds like a movie, like. Yeah. like Okay, <laughs> just around the same time, this is when the MyPillow CEO, Mike Lindell, was seen at the White House with a paper that had the phrase martial law, if necessary, on it that the, the photographers got. Okay, so th- this guy had had the ear of the president. Uh, you know, so I'm just saying, it, you know, you could talk about the FBI um, asking or helping Twitter uh, look into these crazy accounts, whether they're jokes or real assholes. And these are like real people but make, sending make, real texts. Make, make sure you pay attention also to people that are in Congress um, that are now about to have positions of, of power within Congress next month that are at that time messaging the chief of staff of the president to overthrow an American election or suspend constitutional order.
1: Can I share uh, two more quotes here? Yeah. So I, I, this, I might say his last name, right. It's Brian Babin. Is that does that sound I'm not familiar? Okay. So he texts Mark Meadows and says, When we lose Trump, we lose our republic, fight like hell and find a way. We're with you down here in Texas and refuse to live under a corrupt Marxist dictatorship. Liberty exclamation point. Like they sound like animated, like caricature people. And then a funny one is this I think this one's like an unclaimed text. Like they don't know who sent it. It's probably just from a phone number and his phone. But they they're speculating that it's from a member of Congress. It states quote our trump team is kicking ass today fight until hell freezes over and then fight them on the ice end quote (laughs) some of these
0: guys should just be comedians it's funny i mean it just goes to show you it's not funny overall but it just goes to show you how how dumb some (laughs) of the republican members of congress are and how like dumb some of the base voters are in those districts. I'm not calling out all Republican members of Congress. Just call us white supremacist
1: MAGA Republicans. Jesus, just get it off your <laughs> yeah, chest. Yeah, we just call it, it? We just, <laughs>
0: just just call it. Say it. It's just like <laughs> the guy spells martial law M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L rather than M-A-R-T-I-A-L. But I mean, you know, hey, no, some people whatever. can't spell. I guess, I, I guess you could be brilliant not spell. spell. Sorry, but I mean, Jesus.
1: Peyton came today wearing his Biden 2024
0: <laughs> hat. <laughs> not even trying to hide his motives for this episode. It just, it just sucks that the unfortunately the Republican Party has to has to play to a certain number of those people in their base, right? Just like on the left, I guess you could say yeah, you has th- to play to a certain number of people in their base. That I, are,
1: you know, I wouldn't really truly blame the the um, the voters were the base on this one cuz these people definitely didn't need any support to say these things that they're saying like we demand martial law like they're I think they're doing that because they believe it not because their voters want them to say that like these are personal texts this is not a publicity thing you know this what is, you're right you're right actually this, this is in some, like some a, cases yes like this a, is
0: in some cases i mean you, you were have, right on your other point but i uh, i mean i think i think with people like mccarthy or people like you know, DeSantis, people at, with a certain level of power and position, I think they have to say certain things and go along with certain things that right. the base wants. Sure. But it, with some of these, I mean, there's 435 members of the House. So some of these members right. definitely are like dyed in the wool fucking like MAGA. Uh, you know, American nationalist, Christian nationalist type people yeah. in their soul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause the,
1: cause the verbiage of these, these, some of these texts is not like a, Hey, look like, can you just do what you can? Like the voters are really gonna want Trump. It was half and half. Like none of it is like that. It's like, we need martial law. Now right. this is our last hope. Liberty will right. die fighting. Like that's not, uh, I need to do it for my constituents. Right. Cause like to go back <laughs> to the, like the HOA thing or whatever,
0: like if, if you really view, you know, whoever's about to get elected to the HOA as like the end of the neighborhood or like you're going to get your property taken. You're going to, yeah. it's going to be the end of everything. Then you, you can justify these types of things that they were justifying. Right. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Lincoln suspended constitutional order. Trump got it too as well. Like, cause Lincoln did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Trump and Lincoln, I heard have a lot of similarities. Trump says he's better than Lincoln the other day and Ooh. better than Washington. So, I mean, he said, that's what he said.
1: Didn't Washington have bad teeth? I think Trump's got nice teeth.
0: Well, there's that. Hmm. Okay. Um, so anyway, it's just interesting, right? The narratives and and things that like what we pay attention to, it's kind of scary. It's like, it's, it's what the media chooses at any given time to kind of expose us to, or our chosen media. Right. Like if like, like, if you're more liberal, you're seeing January six texts a lot. If you're more um, conservative, you're you're seeing more of maybe the Twitter files and 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 yeah. you know Tybee describing it as you know the canine uh, master canine master canine relationship. You know, I mean yeah. that just sounds like uh, I don't know, but maybe I
1: don't have anything good to talk about. Yeah, to no, no, people. No, I'm good. Oh, you're good. You're good. I'm good.
0: All right, are we uh, we wrapping up here? Yep, I think that's it, man. Okay. Um. Yeah, so uh, thanks, thank you guys again, everybody, for um, stopping by. Hope you got something out of it. And, um, Mike, I'll see you next Sunday. Later, bud. Actually, hold on. Oh, fuck. Next Sunday's Christmas. I will not see you. Oh, yeah. I don't know what right. we're going to do. I'm right. not going to make any promises right now, folks. We may or may not be uh, posting within the next week or so. I, I think we're going I to. I think we're going to, but uh yeah. yeah, yeah we'll, I'm not we'll, sure what day yet.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll try our hardest here. Yeah, All right, We'll get you something before we're on Christmas. See y'all. All right. Bye.